You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Let's talk about Pim. Yeah. Let's talk about Pim. Let's talk about Pim. Welcome to Pim Talk the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. Today, in this episode of Pimp Talk, we are joined by... Philip Lindvall and Magnus Kjellberg from iStone. So welcome to PIM Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you. So iStone, um, could you just tell us something about you as a company? You are a partner uh, of ours at InRiver, but maybe you could just say a little bit about what uh, what your business is. Definitely. Uh, iStone, uh, we are a company, a Nordic uh, company. Uh, that has been acquired by Columbus uh, at the, the start of this year. So, so uh, we are a Columbus company. Uh, so we are in total about 2,000 employees. Uh, within this uh, constellation of companies, uh, we have a business area called Commerce, uh, in which we are about uh, 160, 180 people uh, working uh, just with, with digital solutions such as e-commerce, PIM, content management, uh, loyalty management, and so on. Uh, we are sitting here in uh, Stockholm, uh, which is the, the head office for, for uh, uh, iStone and also the head office for Commerce. Uh, we have been a partner to InRiver since we uh, since InRiver started pretty much in 2007, 2008, uh, and have been doing uh, around 50 implementations of InRiver since then. So we have quite some experience, uh, and we are, are uh, quite few as well that work with uh, InRiver within the company. Uh, so we are doing a lot of uh, development uh, uh, within within uh, this offer together with a lot of our, our uh, customers. Um, so, so um, InRiver is um, one of our, our uh, primary partnerships uh, that we work with. Yep. Yeah. And Magnus, what is your role at um, at iStone? I'm a solution architect, and I worked with InRiver for, for another company before. And since I joined iStone, I've been working primarily with InRiver and it, the solution we provide with different customers, like from sales to implementing it discovering, solving problems, and things similar to that. Okay. And you, Philip, what is your role? Uh, I'm a little bit more on the business side. I help the customer uh, tailor their their data models and their um, uh, PIM system uh, to match their actual uh, business. Uh, and I'm also working in uh, sales, and I'm also um, the one trying to collect everything that we do around InRiver, since we are almost uh, 40 people working within river in some way at iStone 
uh, we need to to have a great deal of knowledge transfer within our regions and I'm kind of the the man in the middle uh, of, of all of that so, yeah. so I'm interested in everything there regarding in river that's going on at Dystone okay yep. great so one thing that caught my eye here that I thought was interesting and interesting to share with our community was your initiative that you had creating a hackathon together with uh, some of your customers so what was the background for that or how did, how come you did that yeah basically we we have known for quite a while that in river has a function called in context editing uh, we have seen a few applications of that from uh, you at inriver uh, and we have been talking about it and lately there has been a lot of a lot of our answers to the customers questions has been in context editing without really knowing that it actually would work uh, because this is the first time pretty much that we can do anything to customize what the uh, customers or the users actually see basically what we had to do was that we, we needed to to get our heads around what was actually possible here uh, and the only way to to do that was to try it out we just had a few weeks of preparation then we invited a few customers so we had uh, three customers uh, coming here and we created a team for each customer uh, with some developers from us and also some business consultants uh, and we sat down and we we uh, explained what was possible in this function and then each team could could uh, come up with a lot of ideas and and realize one of these ideas together with the developers and that ended up in in three different solutions that were really valuable to the customer that they are actually now uh, implementing in their system and and in their in their business yeah uh, so that was pretty much the, the the result of that initiative okay so how much time did you have on your hands uh... we started at lunch basically and we okay. had the entire afternoon until like 5 6 p.m. so it wasn't much time but we managed to make I mean, one of the solutions for one of the customer actually went live the same day we did it so they could actually use it so they started using it the next day okay so you mean that the thing that you put together that afternoon in the team at your session they could actually use it in their production environment and in their daily work after that yes okay that's amazing yeah it was a it's a, it's a quick easy but very useful solution that's they wanted directly basically Okay, but but it's still some kind of customization, you say, but but it can be so quickly implemented. Yeah, I mean, why is that? A, it's basic. It, we started out with the solution or the questions to the customer, and they came up with different problems they had in the daily, like this we we they couldn't see in the river environment today, and we started figuring out what would be easy to do in a simple context for that afternoon. So we, some of them were like, were a bit harder, so we didn't try those. But the ones that we said, this we could just visualize for you with a simple external service that's available. So basically, we just took the data, sent it to an external service, and received something to show to the customer okay. in their environment. Okay. So what kind of things did you uh, develop? I mean, you're talking about three different teams here. So was it the users that actually worked in the in the PIM system that, that were there and you discussed with them the, their needs and what kind of solutions did you come up with? Yeah, we had uh, three different customers coming around. So one of them customers 
were the ones that actually went live. They had a problem in the river system of visualizing. They have a very complex system with different products and models and series and catalogs. So it's a very re relative complex relations. Like when you're standing on just one entity, it's hard to see, see the complexity. So they wanted some visualization of relations starting from an entity. So what okay. we di did was just take the relations from, on all, from in all directions from that entity, sent it to a service that produces graphical visualization and send it back to a, it looks like a pretty old, like, like, like a Visio presentation of all the entities and how they relate to each other. All right, so that sounds interesting. But what uh, did you do uh, more with this uh, solution for, for the other customers? So for another customer that uh, produces a lot of different ads or offers for their customers, they produce them in PIM or they enrich them in PIM today. And then they produce them in InDesign and then send them out to their departments and their stores. So we made a that they could see and produce and edit their offers directly in the web instead of going through InDesign and seeing them. So they could decide how they should look, they should modify some data and then get direct feedback on how it would look in the offer that would be sent to the customer. Okay, so was this some kind of, I mean, sketch or whiteboarding solution or uh, how would you describe it? We thought about it in a bit more complex, but then we had to, since we didn't have much time, we had to short it down. So we just started with a basic template that had a price bubble and some product image and some text under about the offer. And then you could change the price, you could choose what image you want and change the text under, and then you could put them together in, in one simple page. Like, the, I want these six offers, and then you could save it. That was basically it. But it, they, they wanted a lot more and they were very impressed on like, oh, you could do this so quickly, then what could we do in a week or in a month? So they thought about removing the step of going through InDesign and actually like producing them there. Okay, so it can enable users to, to work creatively uh, directly within the PIM system and, and uh, use all the different objects and, and information that they have created directly exactly right. so the, the the customer was uh, impressed that in a few hours we, we could actually remove several steps in their um, proofing flow yeah. uh, from from uh, within the InDesign and, and the PIM system okay. uh, so that's uh, that's uh, that's good customer value yeah yeah amazing any other ideas or, or things that you've tried out during uh, the hackathon yeah the last one was that customer had for their web different packages for the different brands they use. So for each brand, they need a lo specific logotype, a specific font, a specific text, another specific file, and a specific other type of logotype. So they need these five things for each brand, and a brand is an entity in PIM, and they wanted help of managing them and saying, have, do we have this font? How is this uploaded? Where do I put this? To help the users to enrich the brands. So okay. we just made a page that showed what type of packages should be here and that you could drag and drop them to upload them to PIM. 
All right. So basically, so, a, a, a brand book yeah. uh, to to uh, collect all the fonts and logotypes and everything for the brands. Exactly. Right. So kind of um, very different solutions uh, for for the three customers here that you worked with during the day. Yeah, very very different, and and uh, it was nice to see that you could get uh, so, so such quick results. PIM stands for Product Information Management, and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. Yeah. But uh, I mean, internally now, when you have got some more flavor around uh, this functionality, uh, do you have any other ideas of what this could uh, be used for um, in general? Yeah, definitely. And and what we see is the the greatest value is when you can do do a working process much more effective. Uh, we had one uh, idea for for a potential customer that works a lot with short descriptions and copy. Uh, and the idea there was to um, take a lot of items that they, they get from buying in, uh, and then you uh, connect them to a task. And on a task, you can have a tab that says short descriptions or copy. And then you get a list of all the short descriptions in one long row from all of those underlying articles. Yeah. And then you can just uh, write copy text uh, really fast and save it straight away. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe complete the next task and so on. So you don't need to go into each item, write the text, save, go out, go into the next one. Uh, so that's kind of a quick copy view. Another idea was to, to get the data from external sources, such as Google Analytics, uh, and you can get sales data, uh, SEO statistics, and so on, on a specific product. And you can visualize that on a tab, so you know pretty much which keywords to use, how it's actually selling, if it's selling better, if you have higher complete lists, or, or something like this. Yeah. Uh, so that is also interesting to to uh, yeah, it's, so both uh, it's it's two ways. It's it's both uh, uh, how you work in the PIM system, but also to get data from outside in to, to support the enrichment flow. Yeah, sometimes it's tempting to lift in a lot of data from from other systems within uh, IPMC just to be able to to see it. You want to see prices, maybe you want to see stock, maybe you want to see other type of information. Uh, but this is a way of being able to see that information without having to store it uh, inside the PIM, which I think is uh, beneficial. Yep. Yes, definitely. So uh, there's uh, still uh, uh, much to to try out here. Yeah. So you need to work with a lot of imagination to come up with great solutions. The possibilities are endless, and yeah. it's all about what the customer needs and how much time you have on your hand. Yeah. Within IPMC, we have the, the standard PIM system. I mean, focus is on enriching and, and creating the product story to, to create faster time to market uh, and all of this. So, I mean, the, the opportunity to, in, in very short time, create these customized uh, interfaces 
what kind of business value would you say uh, this opportunity gives for, for the customers? I think the, the greatest value is that uh, InRiver is, is a, a powerful system. There are a lot of possibilities how to create the data model. And if you are, are a big company with a lot of products and a lot of information, it gets quite much and you have to be an experienced user to kind of navigate through all of the information and all the relations and all the yeah. links. But if you can take this in-context editing functionality and just kind of derive the most important things and show that for one specific user, it could be a photographer, the only thing he or she needs to do is to write composition. Then you can extract all of those fields into one view. You can also connect maybe a uh, EAN code scanner and he, he or she get up, gets up uh, the product card and just writes the composition and moves on and uploads an image or something. Uh, so, so I think to extract the most important fields or information in a, in a usable way for certain roles, I think that's the most uh, valuable, so to speak. So it's about making the, the work processes easier for, for the different roles at the organization. And, yes. and, and also I think um, sometimes, you know, when you are working with a lot of information and sometimes information can be quite complex, you have matrices of, of data, you have um, many different contexts in, in that sense that information is only applicable in a certain market or in a certain situation. And, and um, in the in context editing templates, you can you can create an interface that takes that information that might be quite complex and shows it in a user-friendly way. So um, it enables us to separate how the information actually is stored with the interface that the user interacts with. I would say the same thing, to create simple and very usable interfaces for people in the organizations that haven't been able to use PIN before because it's too complex for them. So they have to use someone else before to do this or to send information otherwise and then have the PIM experts enter the data or similar. So why? how did the name come up? Why is it called in-context editing? Because I mean, it's, it made a lot of developers confused in the beginning because they thought it was only for like creating, taking the web pages and editing the information when in fact it was basically just a custom tab for the enriched part in, in River today. Yeah, so I think that has its uh, historical reasons. Uh, one of the things that we did before was that we we launched the, um, the possibility to show a, a preview page or generate a, a, a PDF based on an HTML template. So that was, was, was first implemented. Uh, then came the idea to actually make these preview templates editable to be able to to edit information in the context. So that's when we talked about uh, editing in context, in context editing and so on. But we soon realized that if we enable uh, us to create HTML-based uh, templates and then activate them as tabs on the entities, like on the product or the campaign or so on, we can create a lot of other functionality. We can display uh, any information in the way we want. We could uh, call outside web services. We could uh, 
uh, call other data sources. So basically what it ended up to be was a way to extend the um, functionality in the web portal. So I guess that it could be a better uh, name for it because that's what it really is. It allows you to do custom interfaces and extend the, the core functionality in a very easy way just using these templates. Exactly. So maybe if you have a, a good idea of another name for it, uh, you could send it into uh, pimtalk at inriver.com or uh, somewhere else. And uh, yeah, if it's a really good one, we might um, take it and apply it. I, I will do that as well. Yeah. Find out the best name for you and send it to you. Yeah, and I really expect the Iceland to, to come with a, a really good name around this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But thank you so much for for telling us and inspiring us what you can can do extending uh, IPMC with new functionality and I, I mean doing a hackathon like this inviting customers and and pair up with developers and business consultants I, I think uh, that is something that uh, we all can learn from and it sounds like you had a fun time as well am I right Yes that's correct so, I mean, is this something that you will do again, or was it the one-timer? Uh, we will uh, most definitely do a hackathon around in River again. If it will be around in context editing with other customers, uh, we will see. But uh, the, the format of, of the activity was uh, really appreciated. So, I yeah. think definitely we will do it uh, soon again. All right. Yep. Thank you so much, and uh, see you around. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Uh, please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And um, if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow Pimtalk on Instagram. And see you again in two weeks. Bye. Yeah.